Okay, well, Ham, Sammy, and welcome to the Queer Experience. Today we are speaking with Kendra, who uses she, her pronouns. Kendra is 21 from St. Louis, Missouri, and currently studying law. Kendra's coming out story began at 13 and has been a roller coaster since then, full of ups and downs. She believes that coming out is a continuous journey that doesn't have a specific ending. Her story has been heavily influenced by her family, which is some of what we're going to talk about today. So hi, Kendra, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, so your journey started pretty young. Can you tell us a little bit about how you realized you were even queer at such a young age? Yeah, for sure. So um, I realized that I was on the queer spectrums about the age of 13. Ironically enough, I had made a friend on a art platform um, and we just kind of started talking. We started off as friends and as we continued to talk to each other, I kind of realized like, wait, I might be attracted to her in more than one way. Like, I kind of want this to be a little bit more than friends. And at the time I had knew, I known that there was gay and lesbian, but I didn't know really about anything else about the LGBTQIA plus community. So I started researching into it and I was thinking, well, I like guys and I like girls and I really don't care like what's going on in somebody's pants. I just like them for who they are. So as I looked into it more, I realized I was probably either bisexual or pansexual. Um, so at the time I identified myself as bisexual. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's really difficult, especially when you're a bi or a pan, understanding what feelings are. Because I know like when you have an attraction to men, you're like, okay, that's normal. But then you're like, oh, this attraction to women. And so you just kind of like put a little blind eye to it for a little bit. And then it's like, okay, maybe there is something. Maybe it's not normal that I feel a way that not many people I know are like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there were definitely, I definitely went through a phase of denial where I was like, well, I've always liked boys, like from kindergarten, I always come home and tell my mom about like my boyfriend of the day, so to speak. And like, oh, this is my little crush. And this is the boy I like this week, like for as long as I knew. And then all of a sudden I'm liking girls too. And I'm like, well, this is different. This isn't right. Like at the time I was very heavily Christian and very deep into my religious beliefs. And I was like, well, this, the Bible says I shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. Like, why am I having these thoughts? So I definitely went through a very long phase of denial while I was trying to figure it all out and try and put labels on everything, which is confusing in itself also. So what was it like starting this journey of sexuality at such a young age? Um, for me, very difficult, especially mental health wise. Um, I didn't really get to choose when I started my journey. When I was 13, I was kind of figuring out on my own, but at the time I didn't have the best relationship with my parents either. So at that time they would take my phone a lot and read through my text messages. And so they found my messages with this girl. And so I came home from school one day, they immediately read through my phone like they did every day. And I had forgotten to delete the messages. So they called me into the living room and sat me down and immediately started drilling me with questions like, who is this person? Why are you talking to her like this? Like, this isn't right. Why are you doing this? And I mean, it was a horrible experience. I think we argued about it for hours. So 
after a little while, her and I stopped talking and lost contact for a little bit, which was fine. Like it was just kind of an internet friendship type of thing. But then when I was about 15 ish, I want to say, um, I actually started dating a girl at my high school. And so it was great. Like I had a lot of fun with her. Like she was super nice and everything. Um, and so one night after maybe a few months of us dating, my mom had come home after hanging out with her friends and I could just tell she was really off put with my presence. She didn't want to be around me. She wouldn't make eye contact with me. So eventually um, it was late enough. So I was going to give her a hug good night and she physically pulled away from me, like wouldn't even let me touch her. So immediately red flags went off in my head and I asked her like, what's wrong? Why are you treating me like this? Apparently one of my classmates had told her mom, someone who my mom was hanging out with that night, that she had seen me kissing this girl in the hallway. So once again, my mother questioned me saying, why are you doing this? Like, this isn't right. And forced me out of the closet for the second time in my life. And at that time, she was still very against the idea. So she actually grounded me. She took my phone away from me, which was my only form of communication with this girl, unless I was at school. And I wasn't allowed to hang out with friends. I wasn't allowed to go out and do anything besides going to school and my extracurricular activity. That was it. So with those two things put together, um, it became a very hard time for me, especially mental health wise. What was your mental health like during that time period? So bad. And I couldn't really talk to her about it either because she doesn't really fully support mental health issues either. I tried going to a therapist for a little bit. And after a while, I sort of lied my way out of it, kind of faked my way out of it because of how she was treating me on top of everything with me also going to a therapist. So my mental health was not good, um, especially after I broke up with this girl when I was 15. We just kind of figured it wasn't the best time with everything going on with my mom and my dad as well. So after that, I went back into the closet and I only dated boys, which took an even bigger toll on my mental health because I would find myself still wanting to venture out and feeling unsafe that I couldn't do it. Yeah, I bet. That sounds really difficult, especially high school when it's a time that you're still trying to figure yourself out. So like having all these things taken away from you just isn't easy at all. And I'm sorry you went through all of that. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is there something you wish you did differently during that time period? Um, during that time period, I do wish that I was more open to conversations with my parents, more so in the sense that not just to help myself, but to also help them. I feel like they didn't take the time to educate themselves and really understand like what I was going through, not just mental health wise, but like my sexual identity. Like they didn't understand that I could like both girls and boys, especially without sleeping with either of them. That was one of their biggest confusions was, well, how do you know you've never had intercourse with a boy or a girl? And I would try to explain to them, well, I don't need to, I just know. And I wish I had 
done more research myself to share with them so they would have a better understanding of what I was trying to process. So um, how are your parents now with your sexuality? Are they better? Or are they the same? They're definitely more um, willing, more understanding. I do have a girlfriend. We've been dating for about nine months now and they know about her. They love her. They say she makes it really easy for them to accept everything. So um, she's definitely helped a lot with both my parents and myself with the whole situation. Um, but yeah, they're a lot more accepting, but again, they forced me out of the closet for the third time when they first found out about her. Um, mostly with my dad. I I hid it from him a little bit longer than my mom. Um, but no, they're definitely more understanding and a little bit more supportive than they were back then. I think it just took them some time um, for them to come to terms with it and really understand what was going on. Yeah, so for people that are struggling with telling their parents about their sexuality, what do you think is the one thing that really helped them understand who you are and that what you are is okay? The thing that helped me most was learning to not be afraid to have conversations with them. When I first started this journey, I was very afraid to tell my parents anything about the community, about myself, because I was afraid of how they would react. So I finally had to reach a point of just thinking to myself, like, they're not going to learn to accept this on their own. I have to be willing to have the conversations with them to help them understand better. And so over the years, we have had many more conversations, and I think it really has helped them understand everything, especially myself, because I'll use a lot of different scenarios by putting myself into it for them to better understand it since they're able to relate to me personally. Yeah. Did coming out at such a young age, does it impact the way you view your sexuality now in any way or in the way that you present yourself and your sexuality? I do think it has helped slightly just because I started at such a young age. I think it was also a time where the entire world was really starting to accept people within the community and start to understand them because around that time, it's whenever it really started to make a bigger impact on the world, especially with social media and everything. People felt more confident and more safe because they had social media to help them come out and learn really to help educate each other and understand one another. So I think with me discovering everything at the age of 13, when all of this was starting, I was introduced to all of this new information as it was coming out. And thus I was able to keep up with it as it's progressed over the years. Yeah. So I think this helped me and the rest of the community. How, like, what resources did you use to help yourself in, like, middle school, high school really accept um, who you were? At that time, a lot of my resources came from just random vlogs on the internet. I would just Google a bunch of different questions, like, why do I feel this way? What is this feeling called? What does it mean when you're attracted to this type of person, but not that type of person? So, Vlogs were a really big one for me. Um, I wish I could remember specifically which ones, but that was seven years ago, so I'm not sure. Um, Instagram a lot too. I would find a lot of different types of queer profiles that were really good at explaining definitions 
of terms. So yeah, definitely Instagram and blogs were my biggest ones. Yeah. And how has religion impacted your view on your sexuality? Because you said you were a bit religious when you were younger. So much. I mean, when I was 13, I was very deep into the Christian religion. I mean, I was part of youth groups. I would go on mission trips. I would go to church every single Sunday. And so it added a lot of confusion to the whole process because I was being told, hey, if you do this, like there's a really good chance you're going to burn in hell for it. Oh, but God loves everybody for who they are and accepts you for who they are. So for me, confusion, 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 like every time I would turn a corner. So that definitely put a lot of it definitely hurt my journey a lot because of how confused I was. Yeah, so how is your relationship with religion now? Has it healed any bit or have you just diverted away from it since then? I have slightly diverted from it slightly since then. I still consider myself a very spiritual person. I have nothing against Christianity or the Christian community. Um, My family is Christian. I still believe in some of those beliefs. I just happen to not take it to heart so personally now. Yeah, that's understandable. I think that happens to a lot of people that come from really conservative religions, like even being Muslim myself, when I started figuring out my sexuality, it really took a toll on my relationship with Islam itself because it's so hard when you have two contradictory things and you know what you feel isn't anything wrong. What has been the greatest part about coming out for you? probably um the relationship that I'm in right now my girlfriend at the moment has been my biggest support system with this whole journey helping me process all of my trauma from the past and facing it head-on right now in the present she was one of my biggest support systems whenever I came out this past time to my parents with her um she was just she's been my rock. She's really great. I have other great support systems like my best friend and my sister, but my girlfriend, I have to give her so much credit for helping me with everything. It's amazing. What do you think is the most important part about coming out? I think the most important part of coming out isn't so much the action itself. It's more so being accepting of yourself. I know personally for me, I had a really hard time accepting everything that I was going through because of all the trauma that I went through. So when I finally came to the point where I fully accepted myself and embraced myself, that for me was actually me coming out, not the times my parents forced me out of the closet or when I had to break up with an internet girlfriend or anything like that. It was when I decided this is who I am and I'm happy with who I am. That I think is the most important part is being happy with yourself. Yeah, for sure. So what advice would you give to someone struggling with their sexuality right now? Um, the biggest piece of advice I could probably give to somebody struggling with that is just don't let anybody dictate your life. As somebody who's been through it, it's not worth it. If they don't want to accept you for whatever reason, that's a them problem. That's not a you problem. They had or have the choice to live their life how they want to. 
So don't let anybody tell you how to live yours. Yeah, I love that 100%. Life is too short to live for anyone else. 100%. It is way too short. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. Exactly. I think it's just so sad how so many queer people just have to hide themselves because of the standards put by other people because it's just so much easier sometimes to comply by what others are saying rather than to stand up for yourself which is a whole different type of strength. 100% I think it really just comes a lot with what I was saying earlier as long as you're happy with yourself who cares what other people think you know like if they want to have a problem with it, that's on them. But as long as you're happy, who cares? Exactly. Yeah, it's a tough journey, but one that's definitely worth getting through. 100%. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining the show today, Kendra. And thank you to our audience for listening. For updates on the show, subscribe to the website, thequeerexperience.com with dashes between all the words. This is Sammy with The Queer Experience, and I'll see you next time.